0: This is the Casper and Chris Podcast.
1: From News Talk KBOI, Boise.
0: For your Google Play, simply say, Hey Google, play 670 KBOI. Now back to Mike Casper and
1: Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk
2: KBOI. Son of a beasting! What's the matter the weather just keeps getting worse and worse all the time for my uh, afternoon of golf. I thought it was just going to oh. be cloudy and a slight chance of shower. I hate playing in wind. That's so, why it's um, like supposed to be 20 miles per hour. Two things you don't like to do into the wind are spit and tee off. I don't mind spitting. Teeing off in the wind sucks. Mm. Spitting in the wind, I don't mind.
3: You don't spit into the wind. You don't pull the mask off the Lone Ranger and you don't mess around with Jim.
2: First of all, I do all those things, so you yeah, know that's, that's just that's fake news, right Mess there. around with
3: everybody, so it's not <laughs> big. Like,
2: yeah. Good morning, and welcome uh, to a Wednesday. Yeah, third, already been a busy, busy week. Third day of the five-day week. Also, the uh, fifth day of the uh, Israeli war that is mm-hmm. going on. We'll talk uh, more about that this morning, in case you missed. President Biden's address uh, yesterday. We will play um, a little bit of it. We're not going to play the uh, whole thing, um, but we will play a little bit of that this morning. I have to. I have to say, um, with the exception of the uh, mumbling and whispering, uh, it was a very good speech. I thought it was very strong. I thought he did a, uh, a very good job in getting the point across on uh, what the United States feeling is in backing. Israel. Yeah. I and this is something else we'll we'll talk about this morning. I, somebody is going to have to explain it to me. I I don't understand some of the pushback of supporting Israel on this. Um I watched
3: to, I watched coverage for 4 hours yesterday and at the end I thought to myself, how much more do I
2: know than I did 4 hours ago? Did you know any more? It wasn't a lot. Yeah. Uh, the, the whole war, I mean, because you, you have a war, and I, you, I don't understand the geopolitics in this region. I don't understand the uh, religious implications when it comes to a war like this. Um, I, I don't understand the killing, beheading, ba- more babies were found yesterday. Yeah. Or, I mean, we're talking babies, not toddlers. We're not talking teenagers. We're not talking children. Babies that were beheaded. I don't understand that. I don't understand th- that you hate a people, a religious people, so much that you behead babies. And what I really don't understand, somebody's going to have to explain this to me, is the support for that happening from Congress people. White House roasted squad Democrats for their repugnant comments over the Israeli war
3: uh, well, I mean even even Biden tried to point out it's not Palestine no with whom we have an argument it's Hamas and everybody who uh spoke yesterday including past uh prime ministers of Israel said that they have always been willing to have a two state uh, country. You know, it's basically half of it Israel and, and part of it Palestine mm-hmm. or actually more than half Israel, but still. Uh, but they can't do anything while Hamas is in charge. I mean, that's uh, actually very similar to the things that have happened, where if you leave Iraq, ISIS takes over. If you leave Afghanistan, the Taliban take over. And they just don't, you know, want uh Hamas to continue to be in charge
2: of uh, the area known as Palestine, and I get that. And and Hamas is a terrorist group, like Hezbollah, and others in that region, and they use Palestinians as shields. They're like, "Hey, go ahead, yeah. go ahead and bomb us." I mean, We're, they are. You're going to be you're going to be bombing uh, innocent Palestinians. Right. Go ahead, well, and bomb then us. they and they
3: also kidnapped a bunch of uh, Israelis. Uh, that they're using as shields as well.
2: The like I said, the part that I don't understand, and I guess uh, you kind of soften the blow when you have uh, some of the squad members like Corey Bush, you know, making claims. It's like, hey, look, we know you know the killing of the innocent Israelis is bad, mm-hmm. but it's their own fault.
4: What? Yeah.
3: it's a, it's a little hey. insensitive to be saying <laughs> things based on what happened in the past week, but uh, their point being that you go back uh, over decades and uh, Israel they don't believe has has treated the Palestinians
2: fairly during that time, and that's perfectly fine. Yeah,
3: but again, but the, not, I mean, not, you're really, just, not really not really something just, to uh, start bringing. Yeah, up you sound this week. I would horrible. Say. Yeah.
2: When you say, hey, you know, babies being killed is bad,
3: but it's their own fault. To justify any kind of uh, really violence and aggression uh, is, is going a tad too far, I think.
2: The uh, Hamas' whole goal is to completely wipe out Israel mm-hmm. and kill all Jews. That's mm-hmm. their goal.
3: Well, and essentially the Israelis have said, well, if, if that is in fact your goal, then we have to turn it around and do the same to you. But they're trying to figure out how to wipe out Hamas without wiping out, you know, mm-hmm. everybody.
2: Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I just I know it's different, but I liken it. It's like, um, hey, you know, all these uh, Jews that are getting gassed, you know, it's a bad thing, but it's their own fault in, in World War Two when the Nazis, you know, were killing Jews well, as fast it's, as it's, they possibly could.
3: It's amazing how many people I've heard say that over the years. Uh, it it never sounds right, you know, and, and it uh, it it always sounds ex- extremely insensitive. And and it doesn't matter what the reason. I mean, for, for for people to be cruel to other people simply is is wrong. It seems like it's been the state of the world since the beginning of time, but it's still wrong.
2: Right. And the other the other thing is, Israel is one of our biggest allies. Has been for decades. Palestine is not one of our
3: allies. Part of the reason is for many years after the creation of the state of Israel in the United Nations, when they would take a vote, quite often the entire world would be on one side and the United States and Israel would be the only ones on the other. And yet Israel generally would get what they want simply
2: because the United States has a great deal of influence in the world. Phone lines are open this morning, as usual. You can take part in the show, 208-336-3700, pounds 670 on your Verizon wireless. Um, we'll talk more about this. You'll hear uh, the uh, part of the president's address yesterday. I wanted you to, to hear that, his um, thoughts, the United States backing of uh, Israel. We'll do that coming up here in about uh, 45 minutes, let you hear uh, that. Some of the other uh, things going on, um, just to let you know for those people who are driving uh, to work at the, this is actually late enough, but if you drive early to work like uh, I do, um, just know part of Interstate 84 is going to be closed um, starting tonight into tomorrow morning. So from 10 p.m. tonight, westbound I 84 will be closed until five o'clock tomorrow morning um, because they're going to be connecting, trying to do the starting of the connecting of Idaho 16. Um, in the interchange between I-84. 10-mile uh, road to Garrity Boulevard on I-84 will be closed between 10 p.m. and 5 a.m. tomorrow morning. And those are the west-bound lanes. Uh, speed limit will be reduced to 45 mile per hour. All four lanes will be closed, uh, as I mentioned, during that time. The rest of the time speed limit w- will be lower than what you're used to. Some of us, you know, are used to the speed limit being 65, which is the actual speed limit. Others, I notice in the morning times, uh, have a speed limit of their own of about 85 or 90. (laughs) Uh Uh, If you need more uh, additional information on this, by the way, you can visit the project's website, itdprojects.org forward slash 16 quarter. Or you can contact the Idaho Transportation Department and uh, find out more. Uh, This is going to be going on uh, off and on for a long time. Uh, Once again, it it will be closed also Sunday night, just to let you know, into Monday morning. So this isn't the last time that this is going to be happening. And then eventually they'll also have to do the same thing with eastbound lanes but as of right now um uh, going into the night if you travel before 5 a.m for work and you travel i-84 and westbound lanes they're going to be closed you're not going to be able to take i-84 tomorrow morning make a mental note get up a little extra early KBOI news time 6:15. uh let's get a first check what's going on with sports this morning with uh, chris brought to you by pork belly and cuna uh great day to get out Every day for breakfast and lunch, they open at six a.m. in the morning. Want to check out the menu before you go? Might help you out because they do have a, an extensive menu, so that you can pick and choose. So you don't have to sit there for a long time. Once you get there, check it out at theporkbellyidaho.com.
3: The Baltimore Orioles won 101 games in the regular baseball season, second only to Atlanta in the majors and best in the American League. But in the playoffs, they're done after going 0 wow. and three. Tuesday, the Rangers completed the three-game sweep of the Orioles 7-1, advancing to the American League Championship Series, as starter Nathan Ivaldi gave up just one run, striking out seven with no walks and seven innings pitched. The last time Baltimore played in the World Series 40 years ago in 1983.
2: <laughs> you know, it sucks for Baltimore. I mean, as good a year as they have, mm-hmm. they have such cheap ownership that that team's going to be broken up next year.
3: Undoubtedly. In the other American League Division Series, Houston took a 2-1 lead with a 9-1 victory at Minnesota. There are three-division series playoff games today. The Braves and Phillies are tied at one game apiece. They play at 3 o'clock on TBS. Then it's the Astros and Twins at 5 on Fox Sports 1, followed by the Dodgers and Diamondbacks at 7 on TBS. Arizona leads that series two games to one. They were, excuse me, two games to none. They were all close games last night, but the Boise State volleyball team lost to Utah State at Bronco Gym three sets to one. It was a matchup between the two Mountain West teams tied for first place. Utah State is now alone in first place with a six and one conference record. Boise State is second at five and two. The Broncos are nine and eight overall this season. Paige Barch led Boise State with 18 kills. She has led the Broncos in that category in all 17 matches this season. Noelani Helm had 36 assists and 12 digs, and Annie Kaminsky had a team high seven blocks Thursday. The Boise State team plays at San Jose State. That's sports.
0: The great one, Mark Levin, tonight at seven.
3: Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is
1: Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk, KBOI.
2: 624. Crafting season uh, officially over, but you can still raft the Boise River. But as we uh, found and know that in the beginning of the season, and also at the end of the season, it can be very dangerous because the water is very cold and you do not have um, fire and rescue patrolling the river. Ada County Sheriff's Office um, said two people were kayaking in the river close to Eagle Island uh, on Monday, around 3 in the afternoon, one of them hit a tree, capsized. The other kayaker was able to get out of the water, called 911. Unfortunately, uh, unfortunately, Ada County Sheriff's deputies arrived at the scene, attempted to free the man. The fourth of the, of the water was too powerful. It took mm. him over an hour to be able to reach him. Uh, he had he was, already died. Yeah, he
3: was underwater. Yeah,
2: so, mm. Victim identified as 69-year-old Eagle resident James Laughlin. 69 years old, still kayaking. Well, he was still kayaking. He uh, died of accidental drowning, according to the coroner's report. So this is just a reminder, especially this stretch of the river. This isn't uh, the stretch where most people do their rafting anyway. Um, It's extremely dangerous. It's not meant for recreation. That's according to the fire department. Uh, They said that uh, untrimmed trees make rescues incredibly dangerous. For first responders and if it's dangerous for rescues of first responders it's also very dangerous to be floating this area
3: did you see where there's uh, an outfitter uh, or you know they take people on rafting trips in, in fact they take people on rafting trips in the Boise River that is suing Boise because there are so many signs up that say do not proceed or get out of the water now or do not go beyond <laughs> this point and stuff like that and and they said that uh, they feel they're perfectly safe the way they do it, you know, with professional uh, guides and things like that. And they mm-hmm. should be able to take people down the river, but that they lose clients because people see those signs <laughs> that say, get out here while you can.
2: Yeah. Here's the thing it's not illegal to continue to float. No. It doesn't say you will be charged if you can. You can still float that. Except you have smarter people than you that want to get out of your raft before you go over some of those dangerous areas.
3: I mean, people who can read, that's going to hurt your business,
2: I'm (laughs) sure. (laughs) Just take people who can't read. That's a good point. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Uh, Once again, we'll take a break here. News coming up here next. Uh, Give you an update. Um, It seems like there's been nothing but bad news for the stock market to react to for the last what four days and yet the stock market keeps going the other way up up and up futures are up 84 after another positive day on the stock market yesterday we'll talk with jeremiah bates coming up here in about 45 minutes
1: be a part of the show at 336-3700 or toll-free 1-800-529-kboi now back to casper and chris on news talk kboi
5: It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas everywhere you go. Well,
2: maybe, maybe not quite everywhere you go, but in my neighborhood, it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. I just saw that. Went out last night to uh, feed my fish, took a look down uh, my street, and there, in all its glory, Christmas lights were up and on. And I thought, well, that's weird.
3: It's a nice display, and not just for October. It's an actual nice display.
2: <laughs> it's pretty. It is pretty, but I had to check my calendar, and I go, did I sleep for the last two weeks, three weeks, something? <laughs> nope. No, still still seven, <laughs> 75 days till Christmas. <laughs> still October 11th. Still haven't hit uh, Halloween. Um, and I thought, well, maybe they just put it up and wanted to check them out last night. No, when I left for work this morning, they were still on. Mm. So they, they've got them up and on. I, I posted it on uh my facebook page last night some of the comments um you need to go give them a fruit cake (laughs) no that's mean i used to
3: work with a guy who uh he would see christmas lights go up real early and he'd say now those people really love jesus (laughs) i think he was being facetious
2: another guy says that is illegal they should be arrested really yeah um Christmas shouldn't come up until after Thanksgiving. I, it's it's not illegal though. I
3: mean, you can put up any kind of lights anytime you want, as long as you're HMO uh H, HOA. Excuse me, H yeah. What I, what I go, <laughs> HMO. Yeah, as long H, as your yeah, as long as, as, as your health here. maintenance organization <laughs> doesn't mind. Right, HOA, home <laughs> homeowners association.
2: Um, God, it's early. the The one that surprised. I got a couple on here that surprised me, and. One guy says uh, my neighbors have Christmas lights up as well, and Christmas tree in the entryway, way way inside their front door. What? Now I'm I'm not. It's the middle of
3: October. I'm I'm not going to complain too much. My mother-in-law, they live in an enormous house in Northern Virginia, and she has one room that uh, is entirely decorated for Christmas 365 days a year, including three. Full-size artificial Christmas trees that are completely
2: decorated. See, I get that. Yeah, you you do it all the time. It's a it's,
3: it's the Christmas room.
2: These guys, uh, and they this this is the same light display they had last year for Christmas. It just seems a little bit early. And and some people, and this is totally true. There are um, Christmas tree light companies who are out right now putting up their christmas lights mm-hmm. because it's easier to do they have a lot of today. customers and it's nicer weather do, to do do they expect you to turn them on today that's, yeah that's what i know it's <laughs> like hey go ahead and put them up but for crying out loud uh-huh. wait till at least sometime in november and do wait ch- till and,
3: halloween passes, and and do
2: check with your health maintenance organization <laughs> yeah they may they may not like that uh either I, I mean you you combine this um look under h in the in the uh i don't know how much time internet. you've uh, spent on uh, Amazon over the last two days uh, by the way, uh, you combine this with the Amazon deal days that are going on right now. they mm-hmm. always you know do their big sale, so maybe people are saying, hey uh, amazon's doing their sale, maybe we should be putting up our Christmas lights by the way, uh if you haven 't spent two or three hours on Amazon uh yet, today is the final day of deal days, two days. So, if you like to get a a sixty-five inch television for three hundred dollars, you might want to check that out.
3: Yeah, actually, we did that a couple of years ago. We it it was three ninety nine, but we got a seventy inch seventy for three ninety nine. Well, I mean, the worst during Amazon deal days. The worse my eyes get, the bigger our TV gets.
2: (laughs) You may have to have the uh, Malaluka TV at uh, Albertson Stadium soon. Yeah, exactly. That's (laughs)
3: that's that's my uh, my goal. One hundred
2: and twenty foot.
3: I'm going to have fewer seats than they do, too.
2: KBY Newstime, 645. Time for another check on sports. Speaking of Albertson Stadium, uh, this update brought to you by Pork Belly in CUNA, where every day, uh, Chef Wally uh, and his friends are working up their deliciousness just for you from scratch. Lots of great items, all made from scratch every single day. Get in and find out why everybody is talking about Pork Belly in CUNA.
3: Mary Lou Retton, one of the gymnastics heroes of the 1984 Los Angeles Olympics, is fighting for her life with a rare form of pneumonia and has been in the intensive care unit of a Houston, Texas hospital, unable to breathe on her own for more than a week, according to her daughter McKenna Kelly. Kelly on Tuesday posted a fundraising campaign for her mother, who she says is currently without insurance. Retton is 55 years old and has been divorced from Kelly's father since 2018. The goal of the fundraising campaign on Spot Fund was $50,000. As of this morning, it has raised three times that much, $151,000 from more than 3,200 donors. The Boise State men's golf team finished in seventh place Tuesday at the Oregon State Invitational at the Par 71 Tristing Tree Golf Club in Corvallis. Junior transfer Ryan Meyer shot 72-75-72, to tie for 19th individually at 6-over. All Myers teammates were right behind. Cole Ruick finished at 8-over, Gavin Knight at 9-over, and Will O'Connor and Drew Reinke both at 10-over. Host Oregon State was the tournament winner. The Bronco team is now off until October 27th, when they begin play in the three-day Kaanapali Classic Collegiate on the island of Maui just four miles north of the uh, now mostly burned-out town of
0: Lahaina. That's sports. Tonight at 10, it's Michael Knowles. Now back up, Mike
1: Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI.
2: Once again, our phone lines are open as usual if you want to take part in the show. And guess what? That's always encouraged, 208-336-3700. Toll free from wherever you might be listening at 1-800-529-5264. Uh, my brother was visiting... He had a business trip down here. He had some training uh, to do and had to pick up a snow plow. And gosh, I don't even know where, somewhere in eastern Idaho. um, And we were talking and he said, uh, it's cool. I I just want to say hi to all of our listeners, apparently in Lewiston, Idaho. He said he's had multiple times where people have come up to him and said, "Um, are you related to the Mike Casper guy on the radio? In Lewiston? Yeah. And he goes, well, it depends on why are you asking? (laughs) and i said so this has happened multiple times and i go why are they listening in lewiston and i said they found kboi liked it and uh, just started listening See,
3: i could go up there and i could ask people and they'd say oh yeah i listen to mike casper and that other guy all the time
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh the, i mean it, 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 we come in like a regular hometown radio station in the city oh, cool. when it's dark um, but then, when the light comes up, you know our power changes and uh, goes a different direction. So then they, but then they listen online. So everybody listening in Lewiston, we appreciate it. You Thank bet. you. Um, coming up for you at about uh, eight o'clock hour, another chance to pick up Deja Brew. Uh, Bistro gift certificate for our Casper and Chris Damney Impossible Question brought to you by Lone Star uh, Ranch Autumn Home Showcase and Berkshire Hathaway Home Services Silverhawk Realty. They invite you to the showcase, which is going on Saturday and Sunday this weekend. Come see three beautiful homes from award-winning builders plus enter-to-win raffle prizes, including a $500 travel card to use on travel anywhere you want to go. Our question today... If you're a coin collector, you know that coins from 1931 to 1933 are extremely rare and valuable. Why is that? Need the specific reason. If you know, stick around. After 8 o'clock, be ready to call us. You can get a $50 gift certificate to Deja Brew Bistro. Once again, that's coming up at about 820 this morning.
1: Your home of the Broncos for 50 years. 670 KBOI. Boise. 93.1 KBOI FM. New Plymouth. News Talk. KBOI.
6: ABC News. I'm Sherry Preston, Gaza's only power plant has run out of fuel, forcing it to shut down after Israel cut off all power and food supplies to the territory. Israel calling it a complete siege of Gaza. Retaliation for the surprise weekend terror attack that left 1,200 Israelis dead. A 1,000 Palestinians have also been killed. ABC's Ian Panel reports from along the border between Gaza and Israel.
5: Our team witnessing Israel's retaliation firsthand. Residents like Abu Rafiq stunned telling us this was total destruction with no house left standing. There's been no announcement yet of a ground invasion, but all the building blocks for a land movement are being put into place.
6: Those who survived the initial attack are also talking about what they experienced. Wrote him Matthias, explaining to ABC's James Longman what happened the day his parents were killed by Hamas militants.
7: The terrorists shot, opened the door, shot. They threw a grenade or something. It exploded. The last thing my dad said is he lost his arm and then my mom died on top of me.
6: It's believed around 150 people are still being held hostage. The daughter of Mary Lou Retton says she is struggling to stay alive. The 55-year-old former Olympic champion has been in the intensive care unit for more than a week with a rare form of pneumonia, unable to breathe on her own, according to her daughter, McKenna Kelly, who updated fans on social media. Kelly is also asking for donations to help with medical bills, posting, out of respect for her and her privacy, I will not disclose all details. However, I will disclose that she is not insured. ABC's and refugee house republicans still stuck over their next speaker they're scheduled to convene behind closed doors today and start party voting but lawmakers say it could take hours maybe days for a decision you're listening to abc news
0: remember if you missed any part of casper and chris this morning check out their podcast on the kboi app or on kboi.com
1: now back to mike casper and chris walton this is casper and chris live and local on news talk kboi The Israeli retaliation here continuing overnight. They say 200 targets hit
7: in Gaza as President Biden addressed the nation and the world, saying that the death toll for Americans has now risen to 14 Americans dead. And the president acknowledging for the first time that at least 20 Americans are missing. It's believed many of them are now in the hands of Hamas. 208-336-3700,
2: 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Uh, Biden addressed the nation uh, yesterday on this. Um, and it, it, if you didn't hear it, I'm going to play a couple of uh, highlights from that. And I have to say that it was very good. I mean, as far as the address, he was forceful. Uh, basically said that the United States continues, as they always have, to stand behind Israel Um I guess a question that I uh, want you to ponder, because I'm sitting here asking that same question as you hear that news report, you know, because you've had Hamas say that they are going to take their hostages, and for every building, whether it's a home, whether it's an office building, whatever, for every building that gets bombed, they will kill one hostage. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: What happens? What does the United States do? You, you heard there that there's belief that there could be as many as 20 American hostages being held by Hamas right now. What happens if a U.S. citizen is beheaded on their TV or on video? What does the United States do? I don't have an answer. I'm just asking the question for you to ponder. Well,
3: they've, they've already killed what more than a dozen, right?
2: Yes, but none of them have been taken in front of as a hostage, put in front of a camera, and had their head cut off. For the for American citizens to see, what ha, what happens if they are one of the hostages that are used as Hamas says they will, for every building dropped, they will take one hostage and uh, murder them. Um, think about that. We'll take uh, more of your phone calls and emails. We'll talk more about this uh, as of the morning. But I did want you to hear it because it was a very good speech. Uh, yesterday, This happened after uh, our show, a little while after our show yesterday. Uh, but this is a little bit of uh, President um, Biden's address yesterday.
8: You know, there are moments in this life, and I mean this literally, when the pure, unadulterated evil is unleashed on this world. The people of Israel live through one such moment this weekend bloody hands of the terrorist organization Hamas, a group whose stated purpose for being is to kill Jews. This was an act of sheer evil. More than 1,000 civilians slaughtered, not just killed, slaughtered in Israel, among them at least 14 American citizens killed. Parents butchered, using their bodies to try to protect their children. Stomach-turning reports of babies being killed. Entire families slain. Young people massacred while attending a musical festival to celebrate peace, to celebrate peace. Women raped, assaulted, paraded as trophies. Families hid their fear for hours and hours, desperately trying to keep their children quiet to avoid drawing attention. And thousands of wounded, alive but carrying with them the bullet holes and the shrapnel wounds and the memory of what they endured. You all know these traumas never go away. There's still so many families desperately waiting to hear the fate of their loved ones, not knowing if they're alive or dead or hostages, infants in their mother's arms, grandparents in wheelchairs, Holocaust survivors abducted and held hostage, hostages whom Hamas has now threatened to execute in violation of every code of human morality. It's abhorrent. The brutality of Hamas, his bloodthirstiness, brings to mind the worst, the worst rampages of ISIS. This is terrorism. But sadly, for the Jewish people, it's not new. This attack has brought to the surface painful memories and the scars left by a millennia of anti-Semitism and genocide of the Jewish people. So in this moment, we must be crystal clear. We stand with Israel. We stand with Israel. And we will make sure Israel has what it needs to take care of its citizens, defend itself, and respond to this attack. There's no justification for terrorism. There's no excuse. Hamas does not stand for the Palestinian people's right to dignity and self determination. Its stated purpose is the an annihilation of the State of Israel on the murder of Jewish people. They use Palestinian civilians as human shields. Hamas offers nothing but terror and bloodshed with no regard to who pays the price. The loss of innocent life is heartbreaking. Like every nation in the world, Israel has the right to respond, and indeed, has a duty to respond to these vicious attacks. I just got off the phone with a third call with Prime Minister Netanyahu, and I told him, the United States experience what Israel is experiencing, our response will be swift, decisive and overwhelming we also discussed how democracies like Israel and the United States are stronger and more secure when we act according to the rule of law. Terrorists purposely target civilians, kill them. We uphold the laws of war, the law of war. It matters. There's a difference. For 75 years, Israel has stood as the only guarantor the security of Jewish people around the world so that the atrocities of the past could never happen again. And let there be no doubt, the United States has Israel's back. We will make sure the Jewish and democratic state of Israel can defend itself today, tomorrow, as we always have. It's as simple as that. These atrocities have been sickening. We're with Israel. Let's make no
2: mistake. Thank you. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless if you want to weigh in. Uh, We'll get to some of your phone calls if you want. After the bottom of the hour, if you want to email us, Chris at KBOI.com or Mike at KBOI.com. You can also text us. Time now for another check on what's going on with sports once again this morning. Brought to you by our good friends Pork Belly in CUNA. They are open as they are every day, seven days a week, 7 a.m. to 2 p.m. And remember, it's not like some restaurants where you can only get breakfast during breakfast time. If you like breakfast, you can get breakfast uh, the entire time they are open. Get into Pork Belly in CUNA today.
3: The Baltimore Orioles won 101 games in the regular baseball season, second only to Atlanta in the majors and best in the American League. But in the playoffs, they're done after going 0-3. Tuesday, the Rangers completed the three-game sweep of the Orioles, 7-1, advancing to the American League Championship Series, as starter Nathan Ivaldi gave up just one run, striking out seven with no walks in seven innings pitched. The last time Baltimore played in the World Series was 40 years ago in 1983. In the other American League Division Series, Houston took a 2-1 lead with a 9-1 victory at Minnesota. There are three division series playoff games today. The Braves and Phillies are tied at one game apiece. They play at 3 o'clock on TBS. Then it's the Astros and Twins at 5 on Fox Sports 1, followed by the Dodgers and Diamondbacks at 7 on TBS. Arizona leads that series two games to none. They were all close games, but the Boise State volleyball team Tuesday lost to Utah State at Bronco Gym three sets to one. It was a matchup between the two Mountain West teams tied for first place. Utah State is now alone in first place with a 6-1 and one conference record. Boise State is second at 5-2. The Broncos are 9-8 overall. Paige Barch led Boise State with 18 kills. She has led the Broncos in that category in all 17 matches this season. Noelani Helm had 36 assists and 12 digs. And Annie Kaminsky had a team high 7 blocks. Thursday, the Boise State team plays at San Jose State. That's sports.
0: Casper and Chris on Alexa.
2: We are News Talk KBOI market is one of them. We've got nothing but bad news over the last five days. And yet e- every day I keep expecting the, uh, the stock market to implode somewhat. You've got people predicting that we're going to be headed to a re- recession later part of this year into first of next year. And yet here we have what now it looks like in the, the futures are up 70 points on the Dow right now. Uh, this will be four days, five days in a row where we've had positive
7: yeah, if if we book a positive day today, that'll be four days. Particularly for the Dow Jones, and, and, I, four, and I I just don't get it. it. We got
2: we're at war. We have got all this other bad news. Uh, you know the the jobs report came out. It wasn't good. I mean, it was good. You know that that we added a whole bunch of jobs. However, that's not good. You know for the Fed chairman uh, thinking that um, he's going to probably raise interest rates before the end of the year again. What's going on?
7: Yeah, I mean so we got a, we got a few different factors here and obviously what has been top of mind for investors is trying to speculate and price in where they feel interest rates are going to be and we saw that clearly in the move of the bond market last week where we saw the 10-year treasury yield the highest that we've seen in 16 years. So now you fast forward to the recent events. Now, generally, there's a knee-jerk, like we covered on Monday, there's a knee-jerk reaction when we're running into these geopolitical conflicts. And now, with what's going on in the Middle East, it just really comes down to, does it get worse? And how long is it drug out? And what's the widespread effect, if any? And the market just is largely shrugging it off now. So now the attention is now back to the economic data that is being released in the United States. And we're getting a bit of it this week, which is, first, the producer price index, which is a measurement of wholesale inflation, meaning inflation before it hits the consumer. Those numbers were released this morning for the month of September. And interestingly, it came in uh, slightly higher than anticipated. So we saw a little bit of reaction in the futures market uh, on the right on the tail of that news. But then it's kind of moderated where all three major U.S. indexes are looking to be in the green. Now, I think this is largely due to, number one, we're seeing uh, this action in the bond market kind of disconnected from what we saw last week. So that's a part of it. And also interpreting what uh, comments are being made from our central bank members. And they're stating that they're kind of walking back their hawkish tone, meaning... Uh, they're, they're, they're not as um, aggressive in their comments around, hey, do we need to keep raising interest rates? But bottom line is the takeaway from this producer price index number, inflationary pressures still remain. Now, tomorrow, uh, Labor Department's going to release the more closely watched CPI, Consumer Price Index, and that largely might make a bigger move, but... You know, you bring up a good point, Mike, where you you, you see all this bad news <laughs> hovering around, and you see the market reacting to the to the positive side. and In my opinion, it's it's a market. There's a lot of emotions wrapped up into it, and it's a clear there's a clear dis- disconnect between the stock market and the economy. And the market is looking to look down the line. How are things being priced into the future? And it's going to come down to our corporations, our companies still producing a profit and Largely that expectation is still there. Now we'll see how things hold up in this next round of earnings season, which is getting kicked is officially kicked off as of yesterday. We're going to get some reports from the larger banks released on Friday. We could see some movements there, but expectations were earnings were going to be down in second quarter those beat expectations so could that be the case for third quarter but yeah for right now it's good to see some green on the board especially for
3: four straight days i'm waiting for my thank you note from pepsico for all i've done for them but i'm uh, it hasn't (laughs) come yet (laughs)
7: <laughs> yeah no the earnings report f- report from PepsiCo is interesting especially I, I talked about it briefly yesterday but but last week where there was this knee jerk reaction uh, around these weight loss drugs and appetite suppressant um, drugs like Ozempic and there there was a reaction in the market that oh there's not going to be a demand for these types of food products and snacks and that's uh I think that was a bit overblown and <laughs> PepsiCo made that clear saying
3: hey no people yeah. are still we're still buying our chips New- Newton's third law for every action <laughs> there is an equal in- <laughs> opposite
2: reaction <laughs> all right uh looking right now um uh, ahead of the opening here in a few minutes gonna be on the uh upside across the board it looks like as of right now uh dow uh up 93 points we'll keep an eye on that get some updates throughout the day and then uh, talk to you tomorrow morning again thanks gents
0: Download the KBOI Radio app for free for your Android or Apple device. Now back to Mike
1: Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris live and local on News Talk KBOI.
2: Seven forty-two. Once again, uh, underway. If you want your Freedom Brewfest tickets, you got about forty-five more minutes to get your text in. Uh, just Freedom Brewfest. That's all you have to do. Text us uh, once again on the. Uh, Snake River Pool and spot text line 208-336-3700. Taking your phone calls and emails uh, once again this morning, uh, your thoughts. President uh, Biden made an address to the United States uh, yesterday. Um, getting some emails uh, in this morning. Let's get to some of those. Uh, just wanted to comment on Israel. Just got back from a trip there. I found it interesting. Uh, first of all, you just got back from a trip there. I bet you're glad you got back before Sunday or Saturday, rather. I just wanted to comment on that. Uh, I got back from a trip there. I found it interesting. Informational signs are everywhere, all written in English, Hebrew, and Arab. Some of the signs informed Israelis that they were not allowed to enter. There were no signs telling Palestinians the same thing. There were checkpoints, but I watched as hundreds of Palestinians on foot crossing the border into Israel for work and then back home again. Israel is open to their neighbors and wants peace. Hamas and uh, some Palestinians don't. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, just a short, it's another email, uh, mikeatkby.com, just a short FYI, historically there are no Palestinians. They are actually Arabs. They are descendants of Arabs caught in the middle of Israeli-Arab conflict. In other words, they're refugees, Arab refugees. They were not allowed back into Arab countries because Arabs, one of them used as pawns against Israel. Israel let them in their country daily for work. If they live in squalor, it's their government and Hamas's fault. Israel allows Palestinians into their country. Hamas doesn't allow Israelis uh, Israelis into Palestine. It's interesting that kind of backs up the email from the person who just Mm -hmm. visited there.
3: Ron from Meridian says, Gentlemen, you cannot understand the mind of the terrorist coward. They will only attack the weakest of their prey. They sure didn't attack any military combatants. The only way to take care of the situation is to put a bullet between their eyes. I would like to help them find their 40 virgins dream by obliging them with death.
2: 72 virgins. Not 40, it's 72. Let's, well, only let's give to, him full credit. He only wants to help them find 40. KVLI uh 745. We'll uh, get to more of your phone calls and emails. Plus, we'll uh, hear what the White House had to say about the Democratic... Congressmen and their comments not supporting Israel um, this week. Uh, We'll hear from what the White House had to say uh, from. The White House press secretary when we come back. Right now, though, it's uh, time for our final check on uh, what's going on in sports again today with Chris. It's brought to you by Pork Belly and Cune, a place to go every day. Don't forget, in addition to breakfast and lunch, if you want to get your hot coffee or energy drinks, you don't have to wait. You don't even get out of your car. Just go through the drive-thru. It's open at the same time every morning at 7 a.m.
3: Mary Lou Retton, one of the gymnastics heroes of the 1984 Los Angeles Olympics, is fighting for her life with a rare form of pneumonia and has been in the intensive care unit of a Houston, Texas hospital, unable to breathe on her own for more than a week, according to her daughter, McKenna Kelly. Kelly on Tuesday posted a fundraising campaign for her mother, who she says is currently without insurance. Retina is 55 years old. She's been divorced from Kelly's father since 2018. The goal of the fundraising campaign on Spot Fund was $50,000 as of this morning. It has raised three times that much, $151,000 from more than 3,200 donors. The Boise State men's golf team finished in 7th place Tuesday at the Oregon State Invitational at the Par 71 Tristing Tree Golf Club in Corvallis. Junior transfer Ryan Myers shot 72-75-72 to tie for 19th individually at 6 over. All Myers teammates were right behind. Cole Ruick finished at 8 over. Gavin Knight at 9 over and Will O'Connor and Drew Reinke both at 10 over. Host Oregon State was the tournament winner. The Bronco team is now off until October 27th when they begin play in the three-day Kaanapali Classic Collegiate on the island of Maui, just four miles north of the now, mostly burned-out town of
0: Lahaina. That's sports today from ten to one. It's Dan Bongino.
3: Now
1: back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local
2: on News Talk KBOI. Seven fifty-two. Uh, Franco writes in, says, in spite of my despair of seeing your president on my TV. Or hearing his fake feelings and speeches, i'm offended with you praising him giving a strong speech. he's a weak old fool, and that speech was classic democrat slash liberal weaponry to target fear emotions instead of action. hey, everybody has a different opinion so i did I didn't get that from his speech. I thought it was uh, very good in showing the support which the u s for decades has supported israel we they are one of our big allies
3: uh Yeah, you didn't need to target emotions in this particular case. They were already there. Yeah. Uh,
2: Another email, Mike, at KBY.com. I just wanted to thank you guys for truthful words about Israel. Israel bends over backwards and actually harms themselves trying to uh, get peace with Palestine, but they won't have it. They made agreements, given away their land, only to be attacked on more than one front. That's how they gained control of the West Bank, Gaza Strip, and Golan Heights. They won all three fronts. They've given orchards and agri-fields to Palestine, only to have Palestine let the land rot. They are not interested in peace. Interesting.
3: That's the first time I'd heard that one. That they give up agricultural land and that the Palestinians don't use it.
2: Yeah. Uh, interesting uh we, we talked about the um, squad Democrats who basically are not in support of uh, what their what their leader is in support of uh, the President of the United States uh, in supporting they don't want to see the continued uh, support. Um, the White House yesterday uh, came out officially and roasted squad for quote their repugnant comments on Israel. Hamas war. Take a listen.
3: What is the president's message to members of Congress who seem to be equating
6: the Hamas terror attack with actions that were previously taken by Israel?
9: Look, here's the thing. And which 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 congressional members? Well,
6: there have been some members of Congress who have called for a ceasefire and they have not gone as far as uh, backing the administration's call for
9: support for Israel. So look, uh, I've seen some of those statements this weekend uh, and we're going to continue to be very clear. We believe they're wrong. Uh, we believe they're repugnant and we believe they're disgraceful. Uh, our, our condemnation belongs squarely with terrorists who have brutally murdered, raped, kidnapped hundreds, hundreds of Israelis. Uh, there can be no equivocation about that. There are not two sides here. There are not two sides. Uh, president Biden has been clear on where he has stood. You heard him; you heard from him directly uh, today. You heard from him also on Saturday on this. There's been multiple statements from this president, uh, and he's taking uh, action to provide additional support to ensure that Israel has the has what they need to defend themselves.
2: Harvard students authored a letter blaming Israel for the uh, Hamas terror attacks. They're being ridiculed as intellectually weak and morally repugnant. U.S. Representative Seth Moulton, a Democrat former Harbor, uh, and former Harvard, Harvard President Larry Summers, immediately criticized the university students and the Harvard leadership for remaining silent on the letter. Representative Moulton, a Harvard alum and War on Terror veteran, was quick to respond, Terrorism is never justified, nor is it someone else's fault, as hundreds of Israelis and several Americans remain kidnapped, injured, or dead. Barbarious terrorism should be condemned, as should Harvard leadership, for whom silence is complicity. He added, I cannot recall a moment when I have been more embarrassed by my alma mater. Larry Summers. Former Treasury Secretary under President Bill Clinton advised former President Barack Obama and was Harvard's president from 2001 to 2006, tweeted yesterday, in nearly 50 years of Harvard affiliation, I have never been as disillusioned and alienated as I am today. Both were reacting to a statement by the Harvard-Palestine Solidarity Groups that read in part, We, the Understein, students, organizations, hold the Israeli regime entirely responsible for all the unfolding violence. 31 groups on campus signed in on the letter. Moulton, in his comments, uh, added that you can stand up for Palestine's rights while condemning Hamas terrorists, just as you can fiercely criticize the extremist, anti-democratic actions of Netanyahu, uh, government while supporting the nation of Israel right to defend itself from people, terrorist groups, and the states that want to wipe them out of existence.
3: 31 groups, huh?
2: 31 groups on the Harvard campus signed on that letter saying it was all Israel's fault. I, it, it, like I said, somebody has to explain this to me. It, 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 you get attacked, and their number one goal is to wipe you out off the face of the earth, mm-hmm. totally eliminate Israel. What do you do? Just turn your other cheek? Oh, no. Do you not respond? Do you not defend yourself? Do you not defend the no, women, I'm, children, and babies I, who I, are being I killed?
3: Would, I would think that uh, that's a no-brainer. At that point, you simply do. Somebody
2: has to explain, what am I thinking wrong here when you have, you know, congressmen and, you know, Harvard that's supposed to be the some of the smartest people being trained to be some of the leaders of our country and they're thinking like that. And it's expensive, too.
3: Your
1: home of the Broncos for 50 years. 670 KBOI. Boise.
0: 93.1 KBOI FM. New Plymouth. News Talk KBOI. From ABC News.
6: I'm Sherry Preston. The death toll in Israel's war with Hamas. 1,200 Israelis, more than 1,000 Palestinians. Bombardments going on all night, leveling entire neighborhoods in Gaza. ABC's Ian Pannell is along the border.
5: Red alert in the Israeli city of Ashkelon. <laughs> Hamas launching a barrage of rockets from Gaza. And in that city, four days after Hamas' surprise attack began, Israeli soldiers killing three more militants and warning others could still be hiding. Israel setting the stage for a potentially even more bloody phase of this war, calling up 360,000 reservists. At least
6: 14 Americans among those killed in Israel, as many as 20, it's believed, among the 150 or so being held hostage in Gaza. ABC News military analyst Steve Ganyard on getting them out.
10: So the big challenge is finding where they are, then how do you get a special operations team in safely, then how do you rescue the hostages without being executed, and then exfiltrate them, all while a conventional bombing campaign is going on within gaza
6: ABC steve ganyard house republicans huddling behind closed doors today beginning the formal process of finally deciding on a nominee for speaker
1: until the first secret ballot is conducted it's not clear who's in the lead whether steve scalise or jim jordan has more support or whether there are any holdouts not willing to support either man now but the first question for house republicans to answer is whether their internal conference rules should be changed to set the bar at near unanimity for any speaker nominee If that rule is adopted and there aren't 217 GOP votes in favor of a single candidate, this process could drag out for several more days.
6: ABC National correspondent Stephen Portnoy in Washington. Former Olympic gymnast Mary Lou Retton, a gold medalist facing a health crisis, her daughter posting on social media she has a rare aggressive form of pneumonia and that she and her family do not have health insurance. You're listening to ABC News.
1: Your home of the Broncos for 50 years. Six seventy KBOI Boise. Ninety
0: three point one KBOI FM
1: New Plymouth News Talk KBOI.
0: It's six seventy KBOI on Alexa. First, say Alexa, enable the six seventy KBOI skill. Then, when you want to listen, say Alexa, open six seventy KBOI. Now
1: back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris live and local on News Talk KBOI.
10: We do not know about their condition and we cannot confirm a precise number of American citizens. We believe that there are 20 or more Americans who at this point are missing, but I want to underscore and stress that does not mean necessarily that there are 20 or more American hostages. Just that is the number who are currently unaccounted for. We will work hour by hour both to determine whether we can account for any of those Americans or to confirm exactly what the number of Americans are being held hostage, and we will come back to you with that information as soon as we have it. As you know, very sadly and tragically, the number of dead has risen with each passing hour, and that's true of the total number. It's also true of Americans, which has gone up just today uh, from an earlier report this morning of 12, then 13, now 14. So I cannot give you a precise number. I can tell you that number of unaccounted for at this time. That number could change too. But I want to underscore that that is not a statement for me that we have that many hostages. We do not know the number of hostages we have at this time.
2: 208-336-3700, pounds 670 on your Verizon Wireless. And, yes, I know we've spent uh, a good portion of the show talking uh, about this. Uh, this morning, we are just in uh, day number five. And I have a couple more questions for you. I mean, I, I already asked a question uh, a little bit earlier about your thoughts on not supporting. I mean, there's there's quite a few people somebody has to explain to me. Um, you know, you have the Democrats, you have the 31 members, uh, groups rather, at Harvard. Uh, they're not the only ones uh, that are saying this is Israel's fault. You just have to explain to me so that I can understand how you you can see an attack from this. And I'm not saying it's Palestine. It's not Palestine. It's a terrorist group, Hamas, located in Palestine. I get that. But what do you, what do, you do? If you're Israel and their number one goal, and it's a stated goal, is to wipe out all Jews and to make it so that Israel does not exist anymore. What, do you just sit there and take it? How do you, how do you respond?
3: These are good questions.
2: The other question I have has to do closer to home. With the seven million illegals who have entered our country over the last three years, and I, I heard on our show that's uh, on earlier in this morning, this they were talking to a former border patrol official. Um, because we 've always asked you know the question okay that that 's the number we know that illegally entered our country and we caught and then released into our country, um, but we don 't know how many gotaways there are. Uh, he estimated over the last three years that there have been one point five million gotaways people that entered illegally that we don 't know about they got into the country and then disappeared,
3: of course. Again, we don't have any way of knowing whether that number is true or whether it's too small or too large.
2: But even if it's even close, one even if it's a million. Yeah. Here's And here's the other thing. and This is why I bring this up and how this ties together with uh, Israel. And I'm just asking the question. Is this a concern that terrorists from these regions who hate America could be entering our country this way. I mean, it's not like they're going to just fly into the United States because, you know, you have to go through customs. Um, you get checked and rechecked if you come in, you yeah. know, through an airplane. But all, the people entering our country are not just coming from however, Venezuela however, or Mexico if, or Cuba.
3: If you have a visa and you have no record of terrorist activity, you can get into this country just by flying
2: in. mm mm-hmm but I worry more about the people that don't want to take the time to get a visa or maybe have a record. Um, is this something we should be concerned about with how open our southern border has been over the last three years? And you could say, ah, oh, nah, that's, that's, you're being scared for nothing. Um, all you have to do is go back to 9-11. Didn't take very many terrorists' To cause mass destruction yeah. and, and deaths on 9 11. Mean, they,
3: they did happen to get to the country legally, but they were staying in the country illegally. Mm-hmm. They had overstayed yeah. there. Yeah.
2: And they were sleeper agents. I mean, could you have the same thing going on right now where, sure. for the most part, it's so easy to get into our country illegally and not be caught? pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Uh, I'm just throwing the question. I don't have an answer to that, but that is something that I was thinking about yesterday, Um, you know, with our border problems. Uh, Text message in at 208-336-3700 says, Unfortunately, I cannot see any way 100 more or less hostages can be tracked in a metropolitan area like Gaza, especially when it seems obvious that communications by Hamas appears to be low-tech likely impossible to track in my opinion this is a tragedy for all bystanders on both sides and it really does look like the military option is the only choice that is open now collateral damage on both sides is completely unavoidable it makes me sick it's gonna be brutal one thing I feel Israel must make abundantly clear to Hamas and the entire world is that any fully tracked rocket launch location will be totally obliterated regardless of where it is launched those that are not fully tracked will be treated as the standard response in the air and or ground as in the past. No name on that uh, text message. If you want to email us or uh, text us, go ahead, 208-336-3700, pound 670, and your Verizon Wireless. Uh, we can get to more of your phone calls after the bottom of the hour. Email us right now, Chris at KBOI.com, Mike at KBOI.com, text us. Also, don't forget, you've got about another 20 minutes if you want to text to get the Freedom Brew Fest tickets. All you have to do is text Freedom Brew Fest to 208-336-3700. I'll pick one person at random to get those tickets. $70 value for a sampling of beers from Northwest Breweries, live music, great food. Even I will be there uh, emceeing the event coming up Saturday. in Indian Creek Plaza, those free tickets. you got about 20 more minutes to get your text in. Stick around. Coming up next, when we come back, we've got a $50 gift certificate to Deja Brew Bistro. They're Casper and Chris. Damn near impossible
0: question. We'll get to that right after Bronco Sports today. Listen to KBOI online. Go to KBOI.com and click the listen live button. Now back to Mike Casper
1: and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk, KBOI.
2: 824 Casper and Chris stand near impossible question brought to you by Berkshire Hathaway Home Services Silverhawk Realty inviting you to the Lone Star Ranch Autumn Showcase going on Saturday and Sunday come check out the uh, beautiful homes beautiful area who knows Uh, maybe you can purchase one of the homes or phase three is now open you can reserve your spot in phase three to find out location times and all that details just imagine Idaho. Dot .com. All right, our question today, uh, Sean is going to get first crack at it. Sean, um, coin collectors know uh that coins from 1931 to 1933 are extremely rare and valuable. There is a specific reason why that is. What is the specific? You got to be specific here. What's the specific reason? Well, Chris,
10: during those couple of years, the US Mint sharply reduced its production levels of all coins. This was during the depression. So with the significant reduced level of coin uh, production, they also hoarded a lot of the coins in the U.S. Treasury,
3: and they actually didn't get distributed or circulated. So you had a double whammy of
10: not making a lot and then not distributing what was being made. Very so good. Rare.
2: Very good explanation. And that was a, a thorough answer. Well e- done. Even goes on be- beyond what I was looking for. Yeah. I would have accepted uh, because... In the Great Depression, no one needed coins. No one was using them. So the U.S. Mint stopped producing almost all of them during those two years. I I would have accepted. They didn't make as many. (laughs) No, we wouldn't. That's why I said you had to be specific. But no, that was very good. (laughs) Very good. Congratulations, Sean. You've got a $50 gift certificate to Deja Brew Bistro, downtown Meridian. Hold on the line. Uh, More... To give away the rest of the week. Don't worry if you're one of those people trying to answer this morning. Uh, we've got more chances tomorrow and Friday morning for you to win. We still have some more winning going on right now. You got a few more minutes. Uh, we'll give you, we'll give you about 10 more minutes, 10 more minutes to text freedom brew fest. That's all you have to do. Text freedom brew fest to 208 336 3700. And then we will choose one at random to get those tickets. $70 value, 30. Uh, different brews that you'll be able to sample including hard ciders and wine this coming Saturday Indian Creek Plaza in Caldwell uh, by the way it, it is free if you want to go but if you want to sample that's where these tickets are good 30 different brews from uh, all different uh, breweries across the Northwest and it goes on from 1 to 6 o'clock live music food um, and I'll be there also hosting that's no reason not to go come on out party with me coming up this weekend 10 more minutes we'll give you to texts Freedom Brew Fest, and then we'll choose one winner on the way.
0: Drive home live and local with Nate Shellman this afternoon at three.
2: Now back to Mike Casper and Chris
1: Walton. This is Casper and Chris live and local on News Talk KBOI.
6: Gaza's only power plant has run out of fuel as Israeli bombardments continue. There were hundreds of airstrikes overnight that sent people scrambling for safety. Hani Okal is an American trapped in Gaza with her children. She says they're
8: trying to leave. They say we're gonna get you, but they don't. We don't hear anything uh, from them, and it's very terrifying because we all wanna go get out of here.
6: There are at least a hundred hostages being held in Gaza. The airstrikes complicating whenever rescue attempts are being made, according to ABC News contributor and former State Department
10: official Steve Ganyard. They're probably not using any communications that could be intercepted. So the big challenge is finding where they are. Then how do you get a special operations team in safely? Then how do you rescue the hostages without being executed and then exfiltrate them all while a conventional bombing campaign is going on within Gaza?
6: The death toll so far at least twelve hundred Israelis and more than a thousand palestinians with continuing coverage israel at war i'm sherry preston
2: abc news 208-336-3700 pound 670 on your verizon wireless yes we are talking about this uh, again um this morning as more information starts to come out and i ask a question if you're just tuning in for the first time early this morning i asked this question um you, you've heard hamas say that the reason that they have Taking hostages is because that they are going to use those hostages every time a building is bombed, every time a home is bombed. And they do say specifically without warning. So, in other words, if you tell them that you're going to bomb a home and give them enough time to get the people out of there, then, then, then they won't kill a hostage. Uh, but they said that they're going to kill a hostage live. So that everybody can see it happen. Yeah. For every building that on uh, video. is destroyed. Yeah. Um, you, you heard in that report, there could be uh, up there. There's like 20 Americans that are missing, believed to be hostages of Hamas. And I'd ask the question. I don't have an answer to this. What happens? What kind of uh, support you see any change in, in what the president announced yesterday as far as uh, support if they start beheading Americans? american civilians live on television
3: i mean obviously they've already killed a few but as you say i mean they haven't done the symbolic thing about uh, torturing them and you know cutting off their head on on screen or anything but still like i said they've killed several
2: Do you think that it, uh, it ups the involvement might of america military Maybe boots on the ground? I don't have an answer. I just, uh, you know, when I saw that, it's like, man, especially if they single those Americans out, because Hamas, as much as they hate Israel and hate Jews, I think right behind that are Americans. They hate Americans almost as much. Uh,
3: This is an instant message. I believe it's from Heath. And it says, did you see the disgusting display, illegal protest at the base of the Sydney Opera House in Australia? Pro-Hamas protesters calling for the death of the Jews. Pro-Israel supporters were told to stay home. Earlier that day, one guy held up an Israeli flag, and he was quickly arrested.
2: Did you uh, hear what they were shouting? What? Chanting? No. Gas those Jews. Gas those Jews. Yeah, that's... uh quite insensitive uh, you you can say it's worse than that it's repugnant it's mm-hmm. disgusting uh, mark writes in uh email mike at kboi.com um writes in this email says mark uh writes in in regards to israeli-palestinian conflict and your comments what did your mother do to you to make you support a bully?
4: Is one of the most insanely
10: idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. May God have mercy on your soul.
2: Mark, what the hell are you talking about? Here,
3: well, uh, he sorry. obviously considers Israel a bully. Let
2: me let, let, let me have somebody who is actually there reporting on what they're seeing explain this to you so that you can understand it. Unless you don't understand English, then you might not understand it. But take a listen.
11: Talking to some of the soldiers, and they say what they've witnessed as they've been walking through these different houses, these different communities, uh, babies, their heads cut off. That's what they said gunned down, families completely gunned down in their beds. You can see some of these soldiers right now comforting each other. Many of them reserves who jumped into action, leaving their own families behind as well. Not knowing the sheer horror that they were about to come to. They say they've never experienced anything like this. This is nothing that anyone could have even imagined when you're walking through here. Baby cribs thrown to the side.
2: Yeah, you're right. Why why wouldn't I support Hamas beheading babies?
3: Well, those who do support Hamas, regardless of the uh savagery of what they did the other day, they view it as retaliation for years of abuse. Uh still, I mean it's it still is wrong. Retaliating with, uh, you know, uh, guerrilla warfare, things like that, uh, terrorist activity is 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 still wrong, uh, regardless of what's been done to you. But Mark, that's how they. That, that's how the ones who are pro they're, they're pro Palestine to start out with, and and by association, I think they believe they're pro Hamas. Although how somebody could be pro Hamas, I don't know.
2: That's what that, exactly what I don't understand. Mark, Palestine and Hamas are two different things. You 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 can say that you know Israel and Palestine don't get along together, but when you hear the brutality by Hamas, which is a terrorist group located in, in Palestine, you, you cannot say in any way, shape, or form support that, that kind of brutality. Killing men, women, and children. Beheading babies. And once again, Hamas' number one goal, in case you don't know, Mark, is to wipe out all Jews and to make Israel non-existent. So in other words, wipe out all of Israel, so there will be no more Israel. And in doing so, kill every single Jew. I, 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 I You're going to have to explain your thinking to me, Mark. I just don't understand it. Uh, another email, Mike at KBY.com. dot uh, com. The press has never been friendly to Israel, and this, uh, if this is end times, as some of your listeners have said this week, the press will support Israel now, but as the war drags on, they will begin turning on Israel, and Israel be will be untruthfully labeled the aggressor instead of the defender and protector. The Bible says Israel will stand alone with only God to defend her. Woe to those who take on God and God's chosen people. By the way, our country is also at risk because. We too have been blessed by God. This is all spiritual. There's even been some predictions early as this war started. um, As you have just said to this person, no name on this by the way, that they think if this war goes on for a long time and the brutalities that you see happen and Israel defending themselves and the United States supporting Israel, uh, that you're going to see kind of change in the narrative. Right now everybody is disgusted by the horror that they've seen so far in the war and the attacks on Hamas, but they they have predicted that if this does go on long, and even politicians have said this, that you're going to see the narrative change in the United States, and you're going to start to see even more pushbacks against Israel here from the United States. I don't know if that's true or not, but she just predicted it, and we've heard some people say that if this goes on for a long time... and, and I don't know about you, Chris, or anybody else listening this morning. Um, with what's going on now, I don't see a quick end to this. Do no, you?
3: I don't either. It, it, and and again, it's it's part it's part of uh, a conflict that's been going on for thousands of years. Uh, Adine says to me, "This is akin to Canada declaring war on America because the Republicans invaded them." Hamas is a political faction, not the whole country of Palestine. To me, Israel. Is acting just as bad as Hamas, and and people are people are uh, people are upset about the retaliation. They don't think there should be retaliation.
4: But, I mean, what, but what when, do do, when there's just when there's it? retaliation,
3: they believe that you know instead of one victim, you now have two.
2: And and I asked this question earlier this morning. What do you do? Because we've, we talked about that, that you, you don't escalate, but what do you do? Do you just keep taking it? Letting them kill, come in, behead your babies, kill your, your grandparents, take you out of your home, burn the home and burn homes even without taking people out of the home, burn the people inside the home. Do you just keep taking that? And do you not respond to
3: that? Philip has written in and says, you know, I've never cared much for Israel, but after last weekend, I'll take them any day of the week over the eighth century barbarians.
2: We'll talk uh, more about this if you want. Continue to email Mike at KBOI.com, Chris at com. There are other things to get to, though. Important things. A lot of what support is going to be sent to Israel can't be done. Because the House of Representatives is paralyzed right now until they elect an official Speaker of the House. We'll talk about that when we come up, Uh, plus a couple of other things in court yesterday, um, having to do with court George Santos. Whole bunch of charges yesterday. We'll talk about those. By the way, he's a U.S. Republican representative. Hadn't heard much about him. Still serving, even after all the uh, charges, Uh, Still serving in the House of uh, Representatives, but we'll tell you uh, about the new 23-count indictment that came down yesterday. Um, And uh, also, we'll give you an update. Something happened in uh, the court case against Trump yesterday, also kind of uh, interesting. Uh, This case is going to go on for months. um, But there was one piece of uh, interesting uh, information that came out in in court yesterday that we'll share. That and more all on the way. Don't go
0: away. For your Google Play, simply say "Hey Google, play six seventy KBOI." Now
1: back up, Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris live and local on News Talk KBOI.
2: Eight fifty four. Well, uh, today is the day. Will we have a new Speaker of the House so that the House of Representatives uh, is no longer paralyzed and start doing business once again, or is this something that is going to be going on for a uh, long time? You have two people vying for it, basically. Uh, you have, this is Kevin McCarthy, once again, voted out. First time in history that's ever happened, by the way. Uh, you have uh, Steve Scalise. my
3: graciously willing to come back. <laughs> he
2: is. Majority Leader Steve Scalise uh, and Judiciary Committee Chairman Jim Jordan, who are battling it out. It's interesting, uh, they were back in closed meetings last night, um, and there was uh, talk that they were just going to have put the two of them in a room and tell them you have to decide who's going to be the next House See, that's, that's Speaker. Not,
3: that's not fair because Scalise is somewhat handicapped from being shot, <laughs> and, um, and and well, and he's also you know, and fighting Jordan cancer, and Jordan, cancer. And Jordan was like a wrestling champion in in college. So I mean, that's just. That's not the least bit fair.
2: But, but isn't that interesting? Unless they
3: provide weapons, like in uh, Thunderdome.
2: See now, if they one man in, or two man enter, one man leave. Yeah. That, put that on television. I bet you have a lot of people watching that, right? But it is interesting that Republicans saying, "Hey, we don't want to vote on this. We don't mm. know who we're going to vote for. So why don't you guys?" The, the Go, the there's thing, no way they're going to agree to one of them back out.
3: Based on what's going on in the world right now, the best thing they could possibly do is get this taken care
2: of in the next few hours. So I'm thinking maybe two weeks. I I mean, you have your ardent supporters of Steve Scalise and you have your ardent supporters of Jordan. And uh, it, it's going to come down to, you know, who who are you going to be able to move away from uh, supporting to get enough votes to get a speaker. So I I think you you may be right. Um, Here's another thing that is interesting, at least to me. Um, There are calls that the next House speaker should back Biden impeachment probe and be loyal to Trump.
3: And there you go. There there are a bunch of uh, the uh, current House members who are going to say here's what we expect out of you now will you deliver or shall we vote for somebody else and again that may take 2 weeks
2: and here's the other thing in, uh, for, to think about for the future say you say you do take that pledge and, and say yes i am going to back the biden impeachment probe and i'm going to be a uh, loyal to trump and at some point if you come out and you don't do that if they don't change the rules that means one person within the House of Representatives can call for your ouster. Well, we see another? I I don't know if they're going to change that rule. They haven't changed it as of yet, where one person can call for you to be voted out of yeah. the speakership.
3: Might as well set up the revolving door now.
2: Yeah. And that's Kevin McCarthy said, you know, going forward, the first thing that the new speaker needs to do is to get rid of that rule because he said it is impossible to be the speaker of a house with that rule in effect. You're kind of held hostage, right? Because if you don't do what everybody likes, and it's impossible to do what everybody likes all the time, then one of those everybodies can say, you know what, I don't like you, Didn't you didn't you no. didn't support me, so I vote for you to be no longer Speaker of the House. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. We'll take a break. News up next. We'll get to your phone calls. and email. The Great One, Mark Levin, tonight at 7.
1: Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Violence in the Middle East draws out white supremacists in this country. I'm
3: Jim Ryan, ABC News.
8: We're absolutely unified behind Israel's right to exist and Israel's right to uh, defend itself. And we'll be standing strong with Israel. All that I've heard um, is uh, a very powerful consensus that we need to stand by Israel as it defends itself um, and as it uh, restores the rule of law and the security of its citizens and uh, the security and and the human rights for everybody in the region.
2: That's Representative uh, Jamie Raskin, who went on to say that all Democrats are uh, supporting Israel right now. Not so fast. Not all Democrats you got members of the squad. Don't necessarily support the support that Americans are giving to Israel right now. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. By the way, congratulations to Danny Cheshin. Danny, if I got your last name wrong, I apologize because... Um whoever gave you your last name has a very weird sense of humor in trying to uh, spell that and I'd identify the correct way to announce it. But, uh, Danny, congratulations. I will see you out there. And if you want, I will apologize in person on Saturday at Freedom Brew Fest. He's got Freedom Brew Fest tickets. If you didn't win this morning, we got more chances. Uh, tomorrow will be your final chance. Tomorrow morning, your final chance. Nate shuman will have another chance for you to win coming up uh, a little bit later this afternoon if you would uh, like to go. And as usual, remember, you can get... Your tickets in advance if you if you're gonna go get it in advance because uh, you get to save some money. Thirty-five dollars in advance, freedombrewfest.com. You can get them day of, but it'll cost you forty dollars apiece. Uh, a couple of emails uh here once again to get to. Says uh, curious, we know Hamas has killed Israelis who do you think might be also responsible for the death of the Palestinians? Perhaps Hamas also trying to make the world blame Israel? I know they sacrificed their citizens in the past, placed their rocket launchers around civilians in schools, etc., grabbed up innocent children to hide behind. When they're fired upon, they are monsters. Who knows? I, I, I mean, I haven't heard that um, from anybody, but who knows? I guess it could be plausible, in, right?
3: In, in what way, though? I mean, it would in in what way are hamas killing palestinians
2: blowing up their homes oh, and
3: well okay but i think it's it's only the uh actually the uh, israelis that they're doing that too isn't it
2: no he's saying that's and, why and, he, he's saying that yes, could Palis- they be doing it palestinian
3: buildings have been blowing up but it's been the israelis yeah. bombing them since the other day
2: as far as we know, I mean, well, we, we see, I mean, you don't have a bunch of, you don't have a bunch of uh, reporters in Palestine right now, because actually, it's a little dangerous to be inside Palestine.
3: Well, true. Actually, there are a number in Israel.
2: Though. There are in Israel. Yeah, there are in Israel. Um, Archie Nemesis. Always good to hear from Archie. Uh, the beheading of babies story is fake news. Just like the story about Iraqi soldiers throwing babies out windows uh, out of their incubators, 490 women and children have died so far in retaliatory strikes by Israel. Back to uh, collected West's beliefs, and Palestinians' lives are cheap and are considered just collateral damage. And on the other hand, Israeli life is considered precious and seen as victims and is counted as military death. I don't care for the terrorists of Hamas or the terrorist state of Israel. Sincerely, Archie Nemesis. Archie, you know, I, I, I said, okay, maybe, maybe I jumped to conclusions when I saw all these uh, stories uh about babies being butchered babies being killed and i thought you know what i'm 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 going to do uh, a little research a little more research and uh see what i see there is not one outlet reporting that's fake news other than you but and i don't i don't consider you an a, a news outlet however there are a whole bunch of news outlets reputable reputable news outlets who are claiming babies have been killed babies have been beheaded I'm talking CBS CNN ABC those are just some that are reporting it
3: and Archie no offense but it's entirely possible you may not have the slightest clue what you're talking about in case you're not
2: there in case you missed it here's a reporter reporting on the massacre she is on site seeing this for herself and you can tell she's having a little bit of trouble doing this report take a listen
11: talking to some of the soldiers and they say what they've witnessed as they've been walking through these different houses these different communities uh, babies their heads cut off that's what they said gunned down families completely gunned down in their beds You can see some of these soldiers right now comforting each other. Many of them reserves who jumped into action, leaving their own families behind as well. Not knowing the sheer horror that they were about to come to. They say they've never experienced anything like this. This is nothing that anyone could have even imagined when you're walking through here. Baby cribs thrown to the side.
2: So, I mean, you you can think what you what you want. Don't have any reports of it. Hey, this is all fake news.
3: So far we have one from Archie.
2: <laughs> from Archie. Uh Archie, how long have you been uh stationed in, in Israel? Just curious, uh, since you say all oh, this is fake news. I'm just curious.
3: 208336, I know, a lot of questions come to mind. Uh, Easy. Have, <laughs> one would one would be have you ever served? The other one would okay. be have you ever uh, worked as a journalist or gone to journalism school? The third one would probably be: Do you watch more than one channel?
2: I'm not even sure what channels would be reporting that this is fake news. I mean, I just I, I just gave you the whole gamut of all the letters. I mean. Uh, you are getting European outlets that are uh, reporting the same thing, not just here in the United States. I mean, the entire alphabet of uh, U.S. news services is is reporting that it's happening.
3: Could be. I, Alex, we're could, sitting here watching CNN be, right now. Could be Alex Jones, and you can always count him on him to uh, tell us exactly the opposite of what the truth is.
2: Breaking news: Israeli government babies and toddlers found with their heads decapitated. So, once again...
3: Oh, he'll probably say that's exactly what the Israeli government would tell you. (laughs) (laughs) And those were Israeli soldiers that saw all that.
2: Maybe they did it. Maybe they cut their own babies' heads off. Who knows?
3: Maybe the babies did it to themselves. Gosh. Uh, Tim wrote in and says, Casper, it doesn't take one person to call for an election for speaker. It takes one Republican. This is a hilarious clown show of the Republicans' making.
2: You're not wrong. I mean, you're 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 not. I mean, anybody who saw this back in January and what was happening and what it took for Kevin McCarthy to be elected as the Speaker of the House, you couldn't have thought. As a matter of fact, I'll I'll go one step further. I am shocked that we got to September before somebody actually called for his ouster. Absolutely shocked. I thought it would happen within the first three months. I thought it would happen the last time they had the argument over increasing... Uh, the, the continuing resolution. It
3: may have. It may have just been... I was about to say a quiet congressman. I guess that's a stupid
2: <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Name him or her. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't do that. <laughs> 208-336-3700. pounds 670 on your Verizon wireless. Uh, when we come back, a couple things to get to uh, having to do with court cases. Um, George Santos, speaking of congress and not being silent um he will be uh headed back to court uh new indictment came out yesterday we'll tell you about that indictment also uh the court case uh new york fraud case with uh donald trump continues Uh, this is expected to go on possibly into uh december but there was kind of a surprise thing i mean this is where you got hours of hours of boredom followed by maybe a half hour you know 15 minutes of exciting news that comes out of court um, this was kind of an interesting thing that came out of court uh, yesterday that uh, Trump supporters are uh, going to like about what happened. We'll tell you about that when we come back. Our phone lines are also open if you want to weigh in. 208-336-3700 pound 670 on your Verizon wireless.
1: Be a part of the show at 336-3700 or toll free 1-800-529-KBOI Now, back to Casper and Chris on News
2: Talk KBOI 919-208-336-3700 pound 670 670- on your Verizon Wireless, if you want to get through and take part in the show, always encouraged. Carolyn Boise, listening on 670 AM, uh, thanks for listening, and good
4: morning to you. Thank you. I hope it will be a good morning for everybody. Um, I have a question. Senator Cory Booker was at the hotel uh, at the near the ben gurion airport where mm-hmm. uh and was uh in the hotel there he explained in twitter x that uh after the first day of bombing they had to go down into the um excuse me sorry. To the basement just to be safe, but that was just the first bombing, and the Tel Aviv areas have been bombed like crazy since then. And I haven't seen him on Twitter since then, with the with the uh, video that he, he that I watched him on. I'm not a Booker fan, but I do hope that um, all of those people in the basement there, the hotel aren't dead but the thing is they'd be a great um, he'd be a great american prize for murdering hamas would probably want him first yeah um
2: he he did uh, thank you for the call and the question carol um, other people might have that same question um he he did make it home he Sunday. did he was actually out jogging when the first uh, attack Hit and uh, immediately went back to his hotel. They had the bomb shelter, as you mentioned, there in the uh, basement uh, where he sheltered in place until the next day, was able to get out. Him, along with Representative Dad Goldman
3: uh, in New York,
2: also traveled there and were able both to get out.
3: Cory Booker was uh, in uh, Jerusalem, and Dan Goldman was in Tel Aviv, believe it or not, at uh, a bar mitzvah, because his his name's Goldman. His family is uh, Jewish, and some of them live in Tel Aviv.
2: Uh, I want you to listen to this. This is, this is kind of interesting. This is Biden National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan uh, yeah. talking about the uh, Middle East region. Take a listen to this. This is interesting.
10: What we said is we How want to depressurize, de-escalate, and ultimately integrate the yeah, Middle I East region. I the long war long in, long. in Yemen is in its 19-month of truce. For now, the Iranian attacks against U.S. forces have stopped. Our presence in Iraq is stable. I emphasize for now because all of that can change, and the Middle East region is quieter today than it has been in two decades. Now, that's,
2: as you're listening to that's, that, that's I want not, you to be aware that's not updated, is it? That he said that on Thursday of last week. Gotcha. How crazy is that? You mentioned on Thursday, it's quieter than it's ever been in two decades, and then Saturday, all hell breaks loose. Okay,
3: but that's right there why they invented the saying, it's quiet. Maybe, maybe too too quiet. quiet. Uh, Mary writes in and says, I cannot see America not reacting. To not react looks weak. It's one thing. If Switzerland doesn't react, they have... One mountain and chocolate and secret bank accounts. We have everything else the world envies. <laughs> Actually, they have one mountain range, but I knew what you meant.
2: Yeah, there's no way that the United States isn't going to react. This is one of our biggest allies. Well, we
3: sort of reacted yesterday when our president went on uh, worldwide television and told everybody that we condemned Hamas, at least. Yeah, I I, and I think the people, even even the ones, even the ones who are saying that they are pro Palestine and they believe that you know a lot of this is uh, retaliation for years of abuse and things like that. Even they aren't necessarily pro Hamas; they're pro a Palestinian state, maybe existing equally with an Israeli state. But Hamas, it would be like saying, "Well, I love Afghanistan." But I'm not pro-Taliban, you know. Yeah. I'm, and not, I, I'm not pro-ISIS.
2: Right. And I, and I get that part. But I, I, on the other hand, you can't sit there and say, uh, you know, like w- what you just said, and then not criticize and decry what Hamas is doing. The total brutality of how they are going about this. And, and in the speech you you heard yesterday, if you listened to Biden or that we played a portion of it this morning, um, and we talked about it yesterday. There are rules of law when it comes to war. I know that sounds weird, but there is. You don't behead babies. You don't take women, children, grandparents, mothers and fathers out of their homes And record them being murdered so that you can put that on your whatever pro-Hamas websites or social media. There are rules when it comes to war that most of the world follows. The, uh, Jim from Eagle writes in, uh, this horde attack on humanity has produced an opportunity for anti-Semitic boneheads, closeted Nazis to drop their regularly guarded ideals to themselves. Let's not forget who these people are.
3: See, J.M. writes in, he says, good morning, biblical prophecy talks about Israel standing alone in the end times. That means America is either not able to support them or we have turned our backs on them. Personally, I believe that America is going to rip itself apart. Social issues are dividing us with ever-increasing intensity. Everyone who hears this knows that that's true. Even though the Bible was written over 2,000 years ago, uh, God's Word is fulfilling itself. Check it out for yourself. Some of it was written less than 2,000 years ago, by the way. 208-336-3700,
2: 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Uh, when we come back, uh, going to get to the uh, two things I promised, so don't go away. Uh, i tell you about Representative George Santos uh, and his new indictments that came down yesterday. And uh, also an update on the Trump New York fraud case that is uh, going on. Uh, something that uh, favorable to Trump actually happened in court yesterday, and we'll tell you about that. Okay
1: broadcasting from the Empire title Studios we are our news talk on KDOI.
2: 932 well the uh, stock market for a while looked good we were uh, up uh, almost 100 points a little bit earlier Dow now down 16 points trying to go today if they if, if we can see the upside for uh, today be four days in a row. Not looking good as of right now. Keep you updated throughout the day. S&P is still up, basically flat. It's only up uh, two points as of right now. NASDAQ, though, is up 50 points. So, who knows? A little mixed. New indictments against Representative George Santos accuse him of stealing the identities of campaign donors and using their credit cards in unauthorized charges. Yesterday's 23-count indictment replaced one previously filed against the New York Republican, which accused him of embezzling money from his campaign, lying to Congress, and more. Santos is accused of charging over $44,000 to his campaign using cards that belonged to contributors who did not know the charges were being made. In one incident, prosecutors say that Santos allegedly charged $12,000 and transferred the majority of the funds into his personal bank account. What, is that not legal? If you're a congress, isn't that? Don't congressmen have their hands in your pocket all the time anyway? Uh, figuratively. Oh, so this is this is more than figuratively. This is, this is more literal. Okay. Uh, he's also accused of falsely reporting to the Federal Elections Commission that he loaned five hundred thousand dollars to his campaign when he had less than eight thousand dollars in personal accounts. Gosh, yeah, I'd the, like I'd that, like to know the, how I can do that. I mean, even even I'm better at math than that. <laughs> Santos earlier this year pleaded not guilty to 13 federal charges, including additional fraud, money laundering, and theft of public fund accusations. The Department of Justice has also previously alleged he committed unemployment insurance fraud by applying for benefits when he was employed, among other things. Santos last year admitted that he had lied about his job experience and college education during his campaign for his house seat. My sins, he said, are embellishing my resume. I'm sorry. No, em- embellishing
3: is, uh you know, if you say, well, okay, I worked at a place for eight years, which I did, but you say, I was basically in charge of, and then you list a bunch of things that you did, but weren't in charge of. Okay, that's embellishing. He said that he went to a college he didn't go to. He said that he played varsity volleyball, which he didn't. He I mean, just like every little thing, it was just... False. Yeah. And, and any, and of, stupid, any in, stupid things. In the past, any of those things would have caused somebody to be so embarrassed publicly that they would have resigned and should have.
2: So far, he is still a U.S.
3: congressman. There, there was um, a baseball manager several years ago who, on his resume, it said that he was a Vietnam veteran. Well, he was a Vietnam era veteran, but he had never actually served in Vietnam and when they pointed that out to him uh, they well they fired him and he basically he's been banned from baseball he's never been back
2: a good question to this is why and how was none of this vetted before he was elected why i mean people do oppo research all the time when they run for office he he didn't he didn't run unopposed why was there no opposition research done by his competitor and also by the media when when he's running for something like this you you know it's like some of the stuff was so stupid that it's easy to find out oh, wait a minute he's lying about this i know this isn't true so how did he get through now do people just not care and, and this is the the stuff that she's he's charged with here you know the illa- illegalities now if as voters for him, I wouldn't do it, but if you're a voter in his district and you vote for him and you want to overlook the things that he lied that he said he lied about on his resume, I guess that's up to the voters of your district. However, yeah. when you break the law, um that then then it becomes a little more serious in a lot of this probably isn't going to go to court before the next election. He's up for next election. What happens if he gets elected? I mean uh, the House of Representatives has not done anything to remove him there's been a lot of people who have called for his resignation but if he gets elected don't you think the house will then be forced to say hey look <laughs> well you you've you've committed no yeah, we, they we, haven't done it yet well it, because he's only been accused mm. i'm saying once he is found if he is found guilty and say he is elected again by his constituents mm-hmm. who say look we're going to overlook this because for whatever I don't know what the reason would be it's like well we like we we like the criminal we know rather than the criminal we might not know i don't i, I just don't know but say he is elected again you know then would the house finally say cuz they haven't done now and part of the reason is you know, because they're not, just allegations uh, and i get that
3: it it is naive to believe that any candidate is telling 100% of the truth mm-hmm. however there there it's 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 it, the way it's worked in the past is you may not be telling the truth, but as soon as we figure that out and prove that you're not, you know, then something's got to happen in your career. You, you can't just go up. Got me. Oh
2: well, yeah. let's move along. That was in the past. Um, text message in, guys. Stop saying that there are rules to war. This is was not a war. It was a terrorist attack. No, I get that. But then Israel declared war. and I mean, there still has got to be rules, should be rules.
3: Well, and somebody speculated uh, earlier that uh, the president yesterday that part of what he said was actually aimed at Israel, saying that, uh, you know, that we will not retaliate in kind because we don't go in and, you know, do these same atrocities, basically telling them, don't go in and do these same atrocities. Yeah. Even though, as I said, there, there have been reports that things like that have been going on for years, but we're not there. We don't know for sure. Billy C writes in and says, "Fear is the path to the dark side. <laughs> fear leads to anger. You have to read that, Kranger. Oh, fear is the path to the dark. Side.
2: <laughs> yeah, you have to read that, Kranger. If you're going to read that, if you're going to quote, you have to quote it. You know, in character. Mm-hmm.
3: No, uh, hang on, just let me get through it." Fear is the path to the dark side. Fear leads to anger. Anger leads to hate. And hate leads to suffering. Gentlemen, I don't know any better summation of the world right now.
2: A lot of it. I still think that would have meant more if you would have read that as as Yoda.
3: (laughs) Well, I would have had to change the words around. (laughs) Mm -mm. Hate, suffering, good does cause. I don't know. Wait, see, I'm not even doing it right. That's why I didn't do it. <laughs> Suffering hate will cause. You know, you know, Derek, much to learn.
2: Have you? Derek's going to find this, and uh, we're going to hear from this before the end of the show. It is our I, lovable,
3: furry old Grover. Uh,
2: Paul, yeah. Paul and Caldwell writes: uh, Hamas kills other Palestinians, like those who support Fatah. F A T Uh, look what happened after the last election from the halls of Montezuma to the shores of Tripoli. The Marine hymn tells you how long we've been fighting Muslim terrorists who kidnap and murder Americans since the beginning of our country. That's Paul Caldwell.
3: Because Tripoli is in Libya, uh, Montezuma, I mean, you know, the halls of Montezuma are in Mexico. We
2: haven't, well, I mean, we, we did fight in
3: Mexico. Yeah. We had the
2: Mexican war. Yeah. Uh, another text message at 208-336-3700. By the way, new sponsor for our text line, the Snake River Pool and Spa text line uh, writes in, what disturbs me is all the marching in the streets here in our country supporting Hamas. I think, I think that's disturbing to a lot of people.
3: Yeah. Uh, Producer Derek found this. Do Congress members get background checks? Because members of Congress were elected to office, they do not have to submit to the background check procedures. Congressional staff, on the other hand, must submit to background checks to handle classified materials. But if you were elected by your constituents, then you are apparently inherently trustworthy.
2: And I and I wasn't saying until that, you're proven. Yeah, you're and not, I wasn't saying was, that all congressmen had background checks because if they did, we would have a lot of people in Congress who wouldn't be in Congress well, no, right I, now.
3: I know you weren't saying they had background, and he was telling you why they don't.
2: Yeah, there. Um, but. You know, that that form of bank uh, background checks, like I said, comes in opposition research. Yeah, because you're trying to get elected. And if you can point out and if somebody would have pointed out all these things that he was lying about on his resume and, you know, stealing of money and fraud and all that stuff before the election instead of after it, we wouldn't be having this conversation probably right now. Right.
3: Yeah. Billy C says it was a quote from Yoda, but it works.
2: (laughs) It does. It does work uh jim from eagles says I have, I have seen all those movies but i've only seen them once each <laughs> uh well and, and yoda's not a, a real e- easy character to do right mm-hmm. i don't know
3: if you can do frank oz you can do yoda yeah which means you can also do Fozzie bear and uh, mm, uh waka
2: waka, stupid waka, you waka. Are. yeah
3: stupid you are and grover and uh several others uh, Denny in Nampa says, once again, Matt Gates and the squad have proven themselves to be a series of warts on the butt of government. That's a new one. Until the voters administer a healthy dose of wart remover, also known as a vote, <laughs> our government will continue to suffer. I like that. What are you doing? I'm going to go down and remove
2: some warts today. At the ballot box. Also, update uh, from the New York Fraud trial that is going on now and as i mentioned it's going to be going on for quite a while expectations uh, possibly into uh, december
4: mm-hmm.
2: you know so there's there, there's a lot of information every day and and you know we don't cover this every day because a lot of it is really really boring uh there was an interesting piece uh, of uh information that came out in the uh, trial yesterday in donald trump's manhattan trial um ex-ceo or cfo sorry cfo I wondered what you were spelling there. CFO uh, confessed that he was the one that certified Trump's financial documents so that his boss wouldn't default on the loans. So he is at fault. Yeah, he claimed he is solely at fault for some of the overestimated financial statements. Well, there you go.
3: Now he's in trouble and Trump won't be.
2: Well, I don't don't know if he's in trouble as of yet, but this is just one part mm-hmm. you know trump has to be okay well there's one th- less thing i have to worry about there's a lot more in these uh charges just than this this one thing uh but when there's one thing you know it, it isn't you know the trump's lawyers or whatever accusing this person the ex-ce yeah. cfo on the stand admitted that it was him that basically falsified It's not a exact. He didn't. He didn't say he falsified it in his own words. He said it was uh, grossly exaggerating.
3: Isn't that a San Diego radio station ex CFO? I think so. Uh,
2: Out of Mexico. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Paula says it has already been determined Trump committed bank fraud by a judge. The trial is now about what fines or penalties Trump will have to
2: pay. No, that's not true. Um, part of the fraud the judge decided on. The other part he didn't decide on everything that that's what this trial is uh, also uh, about the part that the judge has already decided on he will also decide what the punishment and fines will be and some of those fines and punishments you've already heard in that he will have to dissolve the businesses like they're no longer his anymore which is millions and millions and millions of dollars, uh, plus I, I believe it was wasn't it a two hundred and fifty million dollar fine. So this is a completely different case. This this is beyond that. This isn't this isn't them arguing over how much the fines are going to be. You wouldn't have a, a three month court case arguing over what the punishment would be um, the judge gets to decide what the punishment is. Um, this is a completely different case than what the judge is, even though it's the same judge. This is a completely different case that the New York Attorney General has brought forth uh, as far as fraud beyond what the judge has already uh, decided on. And by the way, which has already been appealed by Trump's attorneys. 208 336.
3: As has everything else. Yeah.
2: 3,700 pounds, 670 on Verizon wires. We'll take a break. Uh, one more segment on the way. Final chance to get through. Tonight at 10, it's Michael Knowles.
1: Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI.
2: Fear is the path to the dark side. Fear leads to anger. Anger leads to hate. Hate leads to suffering. See I, I much m- much, much more gravitas uh-huh. when it's when it, when it's Yoda saying it, right?
3: More, more gravel toss. <laughs> uh
2: nine fifty uh one, uh this is an email um on a subject we talked about yesterday uh about Joe Biden uh looking like he might have to worry about um Somebody, Democrat, running as an independent, when we told you that Robert F. Kennedy Jr. announced uh, day before yesterday that he will be running for president um, as a third-party candidate. Um, Mike and Boise wrote in and says, uh, Your report on Robert F. Kennedy Jr. running for president did not include the reaction of his four siblings who issued a joint statement saying, Bobby might share the same name as our father, but he does not share the same values, vision, or judgment. Today's announcement is deeply saddening for us. We denounce his candidacy and believe it is to be perilous for our country. The Kennedy Thanksgiving dinner will be dramatic if not canceled this year. Wow. (laughs) And you would, uh, I mean, maybe maybe they don't like his brother, maybe they don't like his policies, but you would expect that because his four siblings are... Liberal Democrat. The biggest,
3: the biggest part of it is he's an anti vaxxer and they're not. That's, that's another part. Yeah. He was at uh, an event, was it like day before yesterday? And, uh, somebody was really, it, it was saying, why, why did they start off with such a weird theme song? Cause it was the theme from Curb Your Enthusiasm. Well, he's married to Cheryl yeah. Hines, who used to be on Curb Your Enthusiasm, where she was supposedly married to Larry David, but was an
2: actress playing a part. And is, is exactly why they did do that. Mm-hmm. 208-336-3700, pound and, and 670 on your Verizon she, wireless. She was
3: also there. I should probably put yeah.
2: She introduced him, right? Right. Yeah. Um, this is a uh, text message, uh, and I'm going to read this, and then uh, it, this is not something we're going to be able to get to today. Uh, I will just say in advance of this um, text message, we told you we'd had Timberline teacher, and suspended teacher, Laura Bolton on our show mm-hmm. um, last week talking about her side of the story of what is going on. Um, this story is not going away. Laura Bolton's uh, husband was uh, removed from Monday night's school board meeting um, because of some of the charges that have made been made against his, his wife. And, and he wants to be heard and he wants the public record to show his side of the story. And one of the biggest problems that Laura and some of the other people have is that Laura is being charged with grooming students which with with what's gone on in the last say five years grooming is different than when you and I grew up you and I grew up if you if you were grooming uh, kids you were combing their hair you were making sure they didn't have head lice you were you know Grooming now is taking on a negative connotation.
3: When people, when we were kids, people had big combs in their back pockets.
2: Yes, for grooming, because that's what grooming meant when you and I were in school, not you weren't being groomed for nefarious re- reasons, as now grooming has, especially when it's talking about well, school well, students and happening a, a large, in school.
3: A large number of people who call things grooming, what they're talking about is that if you tell their kids that Anything regarding homosexuals is okay and not unnatural. Then you're grooming them.
2: And here's here's the thing: the, the, the uh, Boise school district, by the way. Uh, claims that you know grooming doesn't necessarily mean anything sexual which is perfectly fine Uh, but the boise school district does define grooming as a process where an adult builds a relationship trust and emotional connection with a young person so they can manipulate and exploit them that's the boise school district's definition of grooming so you could see why laura bolton And Michael Bolton, and I'm not making that up.
3: Yeah, that's his name.
2: That's his name, Michael Bolton.
3: It is B-O-U-L-T-O-N.
2: You can see why they would have a problem with that of being accused of grooming students when they just claim that they're helping them. And to quote Office Space, why should I change my name? He's the one who sucks. (laughs) Um, and we'll, we may get a chance to talk a little bit more about that. Also, a reversal of the Ninth Circuit will reconsider Idaho's uh, abortion case. Um, those are some of the things uh, we didn't get to today that we can talk about tomorrow. That's about it for today. Uh, don't forget to be listening in. More Freedom Brewfest tickets coming your way tomorrow.